You're listening to the Curator Salon. I'm Gita Joshi, and my guest today is the amazing Sarah Shaquille. Oh. Welcome, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Gita. Thank you for so having me. So here we are at the Now Gallery in preparation for your exhibition opening on the 14th of May. Um, how is that going? Stressful. <laughs> a lot of crystals and a lot of stuff that needs to be done. I, we, I'm glad that we are done with the, the basics, that is the chair and the table. But we've got, you know, a few food items and the plates left that needs to be crystallized and all blinked up. And yeah, so still in the process. Hopefully it's going to happen. Already for <laughs> opening night soon. I wanted us to, to start with how you came into artwork because I know this isn't something you've been doing for a very long time. And I think it's a really interesting story. Do you want to start there? Um, yeah, I mean just two and a half almost three years ago now it's going to be three in September um, I started off as a dentist in fact I started off as a bachelor's doing my bachelor's in business administration but that was just for two years and then I, I did my dentistry and when I was in my final year of dentistry my teacher failed me 16 times in fact it was more than 16 but it was two years straight I was she rep repeatedly failed me and then um, from there onwards I just liked the whole concept of copy cut and paste because I had nothing else to do no recreation of anything or of that sort I was not in the mood of meeting anyone you know the questions oh what are you going to do oh you know give your exams again you don't need to quit and stuff but yeah I'm I think I made the best best decision of my life to to make art and create, and here I am today. <laughs> so you started off. I mean, because you were saying earlier that you know when you were failing your dentistry exams. I mean, it was just quite an unhappy time, really. Actually, if you even look in uh, to my, uh, at my art back in the days in 2017, uh, end of 2016, early 2017, that art was dark. It was a little dark. It had a little darker essence to it. But, I mean, though it made me happy, but the, 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 the whole negativity was brought out into the art. But, yeah, I mean, um, it, was, it was a crazy time at, back in the days because I, people were asking me questions that, Sarah, why aren't you giving your exam anymore? I, had, I did not know how to explain that to them. And I used to, you know, take out all of my frustration through the tiny pieces of collage art I used to do at that time. But then, one step at a time, my art went crazy. Like, it was people sharing, tagging. In fact, Sarah Jessica Parker commented on one of my pictures, and she was like, I... She, she was so nice. She was not that, oh, that's a beautiful picture. She, in fact, gave me a tiny prayer that I hope that you become one of the most amazing artists and everyone recognizes your beautiful crystal work. And yeah, I mean, so that was my first celebrity experience. You know, Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm crazy for our sex and the city. Yeah, that was me. That was fueling my energy my you know that okay this is something you know it, it was besides all of that Gita it was making me really happy it was making it was making me come to a place which was it was more than money more than fame it was me being content 
with what I was doing. And that eventually reflected into me traveling the world, people wanting to meet me, wanting to see my art and yeah, you know. It all starts with sharing, it doesn't it? And I think what's really interesting about yours is that you did start it through sharing the journey. You know, you haven't like come to it like with a full body of work. You could see no. the evolution as we go Absolutely. through your feed. And that's how I would want to be. That's how we humans are. We, I mean, no one comes with a, with a gift you know, given to them from the very first day. You need to, some some recognize it in the early stages, some take 20 years, 30 years, but that doesn't mean that you, you know, just, if it's not coming, you just stop and not do anything. So it's, it's how, you, what you are, and you need to accept that, that we humans are meant to experiment. If something doesn't work, just like mine, it didn't work for me as being a dentist. So what? I would have been a great dentist. <laughs> I would always say that, but it didn't work. So what? Let's try this. And I know that if this doesn't work, I know myself. I'm not that person who will just sit and cry and say, oh, what's happening? I'm like, let's do something else. Let's figure out something else. Yeah. So at the beginning, you were doing more uh, digital cut and paste. And then how has that evolved into the crystals? So, I mean, initially... All I knew was, you know, there's a tool where you just put your stylus pen around it and then it cuts and you can put anywhere you want to. So I like that, that, you know, that was very creative for me to put a cat's head on a man's body or, you know, put flowers on a man's face and eyes. And with time, I realized that there are many other Salvador Dali and these artists have done that before. And I was like, wow, so this is a thing too. I mean, Picasso, Picasso was the first artist coined collage and then I started learning what collages are and then I, I learned okay so this is a real thing it, it not digital but in reality people cut paste but I didn't have the patience to do that I, I was like you know I was more into digital work and I like that and then one day someone commented that Sarah <laughs> this is the worst photoshop ever and I was like hmm what is Photoshop? <laughs> and I mean, it's still, it's so surprising for me because I mean, looking at who I am as a person, people usually get unhappy with such comments. And I was like, what is Photoshop? And I Googled it and I learned through YouTube. I, I, I was like going crazy with it. And then after one year, um, Photoshop, official page of Photoshop, they messaged me saying that, Sarah, we love your work and we want to feature you for our one million followers. We want to celebrate with you for our one million followers uh, on all social media platforms. So I was like, okay, that's crazy. That's amazing. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, you know, I never thought, I never imagined that Photoshop would ever come to me but maybe it was the hard work and then me just being crazy with, you know, collage that brought me, that brought them to me. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That is Photoshop to then Photoshop following you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I still get that a lot, but you know, that's maybe who I am. I am a raw artist. I don't need to be, um, I mean, that's what Vincent went through his time. He was being compared with huge artists like Michelangelo and Raphael. And I mean, I went through his story and it breaks my heart. He was mocked for his big, 
you know, bulky brush, stro brush strokes and everything. And they said, oh, what kind of art is that? But today it is the most replicated art in the world. So you just never know what your work, you know, how it tend, it, it creates a different feeling for someone else. You just but never know. I think that's what's really good about social media, though. You can always now find your people, find the people that do appreciate that as well. It is. If You need to be very strong for that, Gita. I, I get a lot of hate. I get a lot, a lot, a lot of hate. I get a lot of good stuff too, no doubt about that. But then again, I get that part and you need to have a very thick skin for social media you need to be very positive i i believe that the the, the amount of depression people are having these days i i kind of uh, say that it is cause of social media and the internet and you know you you there's no filter you just it's in front of you and people would would say anything because they know at the end of the day they're behind the phone. No one is going to confront them. No one's going to... So they can say whatever they want to say. So, yes, you need to have very thick skin. I, you know, come across a lot of weird wow. messages and um, people saying that, oh, you're from Pakistan and, you know, stuff. And what are you promoting? Are you being Muslim? There's lots of things and things that I was not expecting. But then, you know what? At the end of the day, I know my game. I know what I am. I'm very happy with what I am. If I would have been doing it for people, I would have lapsed long time ago but I'm doing it for myself mm. every day and maybe that's the reason why I'm still upright and you know when I started art itself it was not for anyone it was a hundred percent for me two hundred percent for me because it was acting like a medicine for what I was going through back in the days and they were, they, I had no intentions of making money. I had no intentions of being famous. I, honestly speaking, up till now, when something of the sort happens, I pinch myself many times. Really, is this happening? So, um, but then, you know, with time, people started messaging me, saying that, Sarah, all thanks to you, we started, you know, doing what we like. Some started off being artists. Some wanted to be a nurse technician or whatever they wanted to be a doctor or whatever and they're like because of you because you followed your passion because I always write tiny notes under my uh, pictures always it's whatever I want to I'm thinking I just you know write and they're like Sarah you know thank you for you know letting us know that you can pursue your passion no matter where you're from no matter what you do so then I was like hmm so each picture heals a part of me and I hope it heals a part of you too it's not just me anymore it's a lot of people involved in my art I love that quote though I think it's such a nice one I think it really resonates as well I think you know there's something just so powerful in that it's actually coming from it like a raw creative energy that you know helps you yeah actually channel the work that you're then bringing into the world as well yeah my art is just not me Gita it's made up of a lot of stories it's made up of a lot of people that I've met through social media in reality imagine a very powerful imagination I swear if I if it would have been an Olympics match I would have won many gold medals <laughs> with my imagination and yeah I mean you know Gita a lot of people still message me saying that how do you survive on this art like how are you doing it 
And in Pakistan, I, it's like so surprising that what is she doing? How is this possible? In fact, my dad at first was so confused. What is going on? Like she stays in a room all the time. The initial times were the times where they were confused. They were like, okay, so she's she has a lot of followers, but what is followers? Do you understand? Mm -hmm. But then from that, making a full-time living out of it, is not what most artists do these days. In fact, they study from huge institutions just to come to that point where they can, you know, make a living out of it. But I started all of that through social media. And, you know, to a point that I gifted my dad a car. And, uh, I mean, a few months ago. <laughs> I really wanted to buy it for myself, but I was <laughs> like, you know, my my dad, my, my parents deserve it. I flew my mom here. I was like, you know, you this is you guys. Because when I was doing my dentistry, they gave everything so that me and my brother could be something. Just four years ago, Gita, we were in a very crucial financial stages. And I'm very proud to witness that because that tells you who you are and where you've come from and, and what you've seen. So now when I give it to them, they're like, you know, they're parents at the end yeah. of the day. They're so happy. And my mom was like, the, the apartment that I'm living in, it's like such a beautiful view where you get to see the, the whole of London. And it's like, it's just like, you know, the, the windows are just like this. And it's on the 22nd floor. And she's just looking and she's like, Sarah, wow. Art gave you this. This is amazing. It can be done. Yeah, absolutely. I you mean, know, in yeah. our society, we've always said, oh, being a doctor is big. Oh, wow. You know, the wow factor? No. Whatever you're good at, you just have no idea what you can come up with. Just liking something. I love coffee. And I'm always thinking, oh, what can I do with coffee? You know, <laughs> because I love it. Yeah. I'm in love with it. So, yeah. But it is, it's about finding that joy as well. I think that, you know, people get very distracted very quickly. And it's like tapping back into, you know, purpose and finding that joy again in the things that you're doing. First, you need to fall in love with yourself. When you fall in love with yourself, because you are living in yourself, you this is what you are. And the day you appreciate your living every day, that you woke up with a, with a good life, not a good life maybe, but a, a healthy body, you can walk, you can talk, you can breathe. I mean, I, like I said, I come from a medical background. I know what problems exist. Physically, people have some problems. They can't do stuff. But then, if you love yourself and if you know who you are, you're a soldier. You can do anything you want to at the end of the day. But you need to be happy and content with your own life first. That's why you see so many people on the road, but they're so happy and they're so content. If you go into subcontinent area in Pakistan and India, people living on, in, in, in a small room are so happy and content. And I'm sure if you give them a little push, they will conquer the world because they're happy and they're like, we're happy. We're happy with what we have. It's not about not being ambitious. Some people are happy that way. So you, so you, yeah. so you can't say that oh, he's not being ambitious or uh, no, mm. that is what he wanted.
And to achieve internal satisfaction in this world, it's not an easy thing. Everyone is trying to please someone, trying to be someone, trying to be famous. When you sit back home, are you content? Not everyone can say that. Yeah, it's big questions. So, um, yeah, that's that's how my quotation, um, you know, each picture heals a part of me and I hope it heals a part. It's, it's a part of my, me being spiritual and a religious person and yeah, my work too at the same time. So, yeah, the part where um, the crystals come in. Tell me, let's go back to, yeah, the digital crystals. Yeah, so the crystals part is a little crazy. So what happened was I came across a pattern of faucets and, you know, how a, a facet, sorry, how a crystal is cut into different... So I came up with that and I put it in different images, just a tissue roll. I don't know if you've seen my work where there's a tissue roll with crystal on it. And there was this person commenting, uh, Marcus, um, saying that, Sarah, you're so inspirational. And I was like, hmm, like, I, I, you know, I never go through my comments, but that was like, maybe it was meant to be or something like that. I was like, who is this Marcus? And the more I went into his profile, it was Zorowski. Uh, it was written Marcus Lang Zorowski. And I was like, huh, Zorowski, because I am in love with Zorowski since the day I laid my eyes on, since the day I was born. My family's obsessed with Zorowski. So I was like, what? What? Zorowski is a company. How can he have a name ending with Zorowski? And then I was like, I messaged him. I was, listen, you are great. <laughs> you are the person, you know, my reason for crystals and the patterns and everything. And then he was like, sorry. We love your work here, and um, I'm truly inspired by. I mean, the Zorowski guy is saying I'm truly inspired by your work, and I was like, thank you so much. And yeah, that faded. Then he messaged me saying that he wanted me to create an artwork, a digital artwork for his um, uh, uh, Daniel Zorowski. I don't know if you know about Daniel Zorowski. He was the founder of Zorowski. Okay. So they've made this club in Wattens. Austria, uh -huh. um, where this um, people come and eat in the tiny, it's like a Zorowski club. It's very modern like this, mm -hmm. you know, it's very open, spacious, but with tiny Zorowski crystals here and there. It's, yeah, it's very modern and minimalist at the same time. And he was like, sorry, we're going to have DJ night every Thursday, so I want you to create a poster uh, out of Daniel. And I was like, Daniel? Like the man who made it? <laughs> so, yeah, um, I did that. He really loved it. And, yeah, then, you know, I was happy I did that. And then after, I think a few months later, he messaged Sarah, I want to invite you to Austria. You Can, can you come and for four days, it's on me. I want to show you how, you know, everything is made. And I was like... I really like my work. <laughs> 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 so 
so he he invited me over and um it was fabulous geeta it was just um you know the first day i went um i met him i saw the archives and then you know the second day i went to the um uh, place where they have a lot of innovators and the ones who are making 3d okay uh, innovations if got, got the separate um place it's a huge deal it's not just zorovsky it's like they make glass lens uh, optical glass oh, lens yeah. they make cutting tools um they have different an industry for that then they have um things that they make for couture it's more like for movies oh, back okay. from 1906 from Versace to Dolce & Gabbana and uh, Dior uh then they showed me around that uh Daniel uh, Zorowski's um you know old images and the logo of Zorowski mm-hmm. what it was before what you know became and he was actually an engineer an electrical engineer and he brought he made uh, he selected this torn worn um you know house okay. um and he was like let me start from here and there was because he was an engineer so there was a water passing by so he was like let's put a turbine so that it's because there were no lights over there at that time so he made his own generator through the water so zorovsky generates its own electricity still to this day still to this day that's incredible so um marcus himself is such a humble person i mean it's not funny kita it's he's i mean he's not if you look at him and his wife i didn't get to meet his wife but when i came back to pakistan um i got some i got flowers from uh, i got a message that oh this is julia wants to give you something like, who's julia and then the flowers were first were so beautiful and then i looked and i was like oh my god that's marcus wife i got gifts for the family and everything and he was like you know it's amazing you know it's amazing how a man with so much power and so much going on is so humble and so um giving at the same time he brought me he showed me around who does that so yeah i mean uh, that was that was a great great experience when did that happen that happened last in um yeah last year uh, in july and are you doing other collaborations with them um not now but he messages almost he comments on my pictures oh, all the time and because there are two there's one nadia um nadia zorovsky i don't know if you know her she's she's more into the the fashion side and he's more into creating the crystals okay so i was first a digital artist do you get it mm-hmm. now i am molding myself into a real i will be needing him now <laughs> do you get it because at first it was very nice of him to bring me and show me around but you know at the end of the day i'm a digital artist now is the part where i'm molding myself into getting real crystals working with them which one looks better which doesn't you know studying everything so yeah that's where you know things might evolve maybe besides everything work or no work he's there supporting me who gets that you know zoran the own i go to every shop and i'm looking in and i'm like 
Marcus, <laughs> he's always commenting whenever he and his wife too. Amazing people, amazing people, humble. So nice. So let's mo- talk about a bit how you moved into the um, sculptural side. You were telling me about the story about the egg. It was just an accident I did. It was more of me getting bored of what I was doing. And I was like, let's create something different, you know, just for my own sake, not to prove anyone. Most of my successful works I've done for my own self. <laughs> and they've interpreted to be crazy for a lot of people. Because I couldn't, at that time, I didn't have the Zorowski crystals. So I just took, you know, Pakistan and India, as you know, that there's a lot of crystals and laces and stuff. So I was like, let's get that, a few of the crystal samples. I took an egg froze it because you need to you know it's a technique <laughs> I took a bottle and sucked it and sucked the yolk in and <laughs> putting it very consciously and um, you know decorated with the crystals and uh, put glue it was the most amateur work one could ever do because I had no idea what works for what and um, yeah I took a picture and I posted it on, on Instagram nothing big about it it was just a lot of people message is this real is this real and I'm like yes for the first time this is real (laughs) while I was creating the egg I was just imagining that what if someone really asks me to you know create a whole table made out of food out of crystals wouldn't that be such a breakthrough you know in the in the sculpture world and and then I just hushed myself I was like Sarah that's not gonna happen you have no artistic experience in sculpture because these things you know experienced people do that and then after posting the picture and going viral Kaya messaged me emailing me Sarah we like your work and the best part was she didn't even know. She was like, I like your work. That's all I know. Can you tell me, you know, what can you propose? And I was like, I have this wonderful idea. Can I propose it to you? <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you know, that's where things came into being. And now I'm confident that I can make sculptures. Incredible. And I have amazing ideas now. Like, Yeah. So that, um, you were telling me, happened at the end of last year, like November, December. Yes, and it was a process mm. because she gave me um, first a few a few weeks that what, that what do you have in mind? I gave a little introduction that this is what I want. They called me, I was on speaker and um, I gave my idea and then she was like, okay, Sarah, so now we, I want to know how can you present it for us as a proper proposal? And then I, you know, they gave, she gave, she was like, do whatever you want to. At the end of the day, we are up for it. But the more practical you get, the more easier it is for us to understand because, because I knew that I've never done this before and I need to grab this opportunity. So I was like full on, created, rendered a 3D image, um, made a presentation, wrote everything, you know, that what is needed, what is not needed. And I presented it to them along with everything, the budget. And I mean, it was just everything. So I was like, it's either a yes or a no. Either I'm going to make it as a sculptor or I won't. And yeah, they, they, the very, they said that they're going to take a few days. Mm-hmm. They just messaged me 
at night and they were like congratulations you're in wow amazing <laughs> so what because obviously I know that you've been in London for a month ahead of the opening of the exhibition yeah. how much work did you do beforehand I mean what was that like no so up, I or? didn't do anything beforehand mm -hmm. I started everything here because I couldn't bring stuff from Pakistan except for the crystals they are from Pakistan I wanted to put Zorowski crystals but unfortunately Zorowski uh the, the the types of crystals I was looking for and uh, they had a lot of variety because I knew I went there and everything so I was like okay we don't have time I don't have time to select through that and you know it was a process so I was like listen let me get the ones from Pakistan the ones that I'm comfortable with right now but let's go on with this so yeah I brought crystals from Pakistan and I made it all here and you had it all mocked up and everything? Yes, and yes. So um, I ordered the table from here, the chairs, everything. I told Kaya um, that these are the things that we, I would be needing. And then, you know, improvised because there are certain types of glues that don't work. And then, you know, you experiment and play around. So, yeah. And then Kaya also arranged for you to have a team here because obviously, Absolutely. you know, it's not, it's more than a one person job. Oh, yes. How's that oh, working yes. out? Oh, that's, I mean, I swear to God, if it wouldn't have been my <laughs> arts assistance, it would have taken five to six months to make what I did. I think I should apply for Guinea's Book of World Record because this is, mo I mean, I know a lot of artists who work with crystals. And they take a lot of time to make all of that because they put one each. Uh, and it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. But I did it within 20 days. And I think I should apply for Kinesburg. <laughs> it's like from 9.30 to 6, you're working on crystals and applying. So if you look at my work, which you will hopefully, not a single place is left without a crystal. Wow. Yeah, so it'd be amazing. Yeah, so it's a lot of hard work. I am the slowest of all. I, let me be honest. My technicians are superhuman beings. <laughs> and they're really good. And it's surprising because they've never worked with crystals before. Oh, so, really? Yes, they've never worked. So I told them, you know, this is what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And they got, got it, the hand of it. But I'm the, the slower and the more, you know, precision, taking time, which comes naturally to me because I'm so involved in it, but the others are not. Do you understand? Like when okay. I'm creating, I'm imagining a lot of stuff. What's going to happen? How should I put it? You know, because this is my baby at the end of the day. But the, but which is a good thing for the technicians because they're just wrapping it. So they're faster because they have nothing in mind. Mm -hmm. So they just, let's do this. And that's about it. So it's a good thing, in fact. I'm really looking forward to seeing this exhibition. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Um, let's talk about a couple of other things around that particular installation, though. One is that you've chosen to go all white with everything. Yes. And that, let's let you describe it in your words. So basically, the whole concept was to get involved in my art installation. It was like, up to now, all the installations that have been put with crystals have been very true to colors and and um, you know whatever the background is but I wanted people to get involved with it the more closer they got into it the more trippier it got and the more psychedelic it got because when you look from far away it's just a sparkling piece of 
beautiful table and chair. Mm. But the more closer you get, the more stuff you see. Oh, there's a chicken, there's a burger, there, there are chips. And I won't tell more stuff, but there's lots and lots of food items. So... Um, I wanted that sense of involvement, the sense of creating inquisitive, you know, what's going on? What is this? And on top of that, this is what my people here, the ones who have seen it, they're like, we have a constant smile on our face. The, I mean, the second we look at it, we're just smiling. And it's so, so magical. It's like a fairy godmother just came and put her magic on it and it's sparkling. So it gives you that happiness feeling too. It's very therapeutic, very therapeutic in a good way. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a psychedelic and trippy way too, but makes you happy, keeps you constantly smiling. Wow, it's going to be exciting. The Hopefully. exhibition runs at the Now Gallery at Greenwich Peninsula from the 14th of May to the 23rd of June. Absolutely. What else have you got coming up? Um, so I am, in, because all thanks to this exhibition, I am now very confident of creating real life crystal stuff. I'm, I'm in talks with a lot of companies creating my own product maybe mm -hmm. or something Exciting. like that. Something that I would want people not just to keep it somewhere, but to use it on everyday basis, to be a part of it. So, yeah, you just never know. Maybe a clothing line, maybe a makeup product. You just never know. You just never know. I can go crazy. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully. And Sarah, where can people find you online? Um, so I am on Instagram at Sarah Shakil, S-A-R-A-S-H-A-K-W-E-L. Yeah, on Facebook, on Twitter. Just write my name Google on in Google and you'll just find me. <laughs> I will add all the links into the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much for being Thank on the Curator Salon podcast. It's been amazing spending time with you and I'm really looking forward to the opening of the exhibition as Thank well. Thank you, Geeta. Thank you. It was lovely, lovely having you. Thank you. The Curator Salon hopes you enjoyed this production.